0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسول الكريم أما بعد، Rasulullah رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم من حديث إن في الجنة غرفا يرى ظاهرها min من ظاهرها إن أسم Rooms and some places that are high up and are visible and are cherished spots in Jannah. <clears throat> Sahaba asked, O oh, Nabi of Allah, for whom will that be? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لِمَنْ أَطَابَ الْكَلَامِ وَأَدَامَ الصِّيَامِ وَصَلَّى بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّاسُ نِيَامِ وَكَمَا قَالَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمِ That it is for those people who speak kindly and speak good words to each other. For those who fast continuously and for those who read Salat at night. Those who read Salat at night while the people are asleep. In other words, Tahajjud Salat. In the month of Ramadan, we have this opportunity to practice on all parts of this hadith. Thereby, inshallah, acquiring those cherished spots in Jannah. To fast, alhamdulillah, throughout the month, we are fasting. And we make dua, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepts the fast and gives us tawfiq to complete the month, inshallah, in the correct manner. And to read salat at night whilst the people are asleep, tahajjud salah, we have the opportunity, alhamdulillah, more in the month of Ramadan since we are awake till late at night, especially on the odd nights. And every, every morning we are awake for sehri, so there is some time for us to engage in tahajjud salah. This also secures one his Jannah. And the first part of the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa said, those who speak kind words to each other. This respected friends and allies, is very, very important. Whoever you may be speaking to, whether you are in a position of power, or whether you are the one who is mahlub and dominated by the person you are speaking to, whatever your condition, to speak kindly, to speak gently to our fellow humankind, is a sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu and one step inshallah towards Jannah today people are in so many different challenging situations people are facing so many different issues and problems in their lives personal lives in their livelihoods, in their health general insecurity in the dunya something you may say, something good you may say inshallah can can, can raise the spirits of a person. And in that way, you raise his spirits, you put a smile on his face, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless us with Jannah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, لا تحقرن من shayan شيئا ولو أن تلقى أخاك بوجه طلق Don't belittle any good deed. Don't belittle any good deed. Like we say, you know, you never know which deed Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will accept and make use as the means of our forgiveness, and Inshallah, our entry into Jannah. Then Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi sallam adds, even if it be that you meet your brother, your fellow Muslim brother, with a cheerful face, that is also minal al ma'roof. It's also a good deed, and don't belittle that. Don't, don't shy away from that. When you have that opportunity, also do it, because you raising his spirits will raise your rank in the, in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it costs us nothing. There were so many people in history whose lives changed because of this gesture shown to them. People met them with a smiling face. The brothers were in Jamaat somewhere. and Some person was in the masjid and they met him, mashallah, with open arms, smiling at him, greeting him, making his ikram. That drew him near. On the other hand, we find people saying, we read Salah, we read Salat in this masjid for so long, but nobody greets us. Nobody smiles at us. Nobody meets us. No Muslim should be felt like, uh, should be left to feel like that, respected friends and elders. Rather, we, wherever we are, whoever we meet, whether we know the person or not, he's a Muslim, rather meet him with a, with a smiling face. You don't know what that may do for him going forward. And when the opportunity is there, offer kind words, good words. Unfortunately, today we are ready and very quick to criticize people, to speak ill of someone, to say something bad. The teacher came into the class with a big sheet of paper, white piece of paper, and in the middle there was a black dot. And he asked the class, what do you see here? So all of them replied at once, we see a black dot. So he explained to them, he said, there's so much of white you couldn't see. All you focused on was that one small black dot on the middle of the page. This is the nature of insan, we tend to focus on the negative, on the fault of a person, whereas they maybe, they, maybe they are so much of other good qualities that that person possesses, rather focus on that, commend him for the good qualities. Speak good instead of criticizing. My ustad Shaykh Muhammad Hafizahullah, has a dedicated chapter in one of his books, Al-Kalimatu tayyibatu Wa-Atharuha. The effect of offering good words and kind words, where he explains how people changed their lives and became assets to the ummah because somebody offered some kind words. Senior aimmah who were not on the path of knowledge, who were leading their lives like normal, and then somebody encouraged them, somebody spoke some kind words to them, and then that that one statement of that person, so much ikhlas he may have had also in offering that advice, that that changed their lives, and then these people became a'imma, like Imam Abu Hanifa, Imam Shafi'i, leaders for the ummah till the end of time, MashaAllah. Zathan, had a very beautiful voice, and he used to sing for people in their gatherings. Once Sayyidina Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu was walking past and he heard this voice. So he commented and he said, Ma ahsana hada How beautiful this voice is. fi tilawati If only this voice was used to recite Quran, how much better it would be. And he continued. So, when the, that gathering finished, somebody told Zadan, that Do you know who was that person that stopped by here? He said, no. He said, that is a Sahabi of Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم, Abdullah bin Mas'ud. What did he say? They mentioned to him what Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiallahu said, that you have a very beautiful voice, if only it was used for the tilawat of Quran. then Abdullah bin Mas'ud would have said that with so much of ikhlas again, so much of sincerity, that it had its effect. Immediately Zadan rahimahullah realized and he began to cry and he went and he looked for Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu and he began to hug him and cry and say that I have made tawbah and I give up that wrong of singing. Ibn Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu then tells him why should I not love someone whom Allah loves. You are making tawbah, Allah loves you, I also love you. And Zadhan rahimahullah became a dedicated student of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu anhu acquired a hadith from him also, and learned the Qur'an and became an expert reciter of the Holy Qur'an. So that good advice, that good comment you may pass, may have that, that kind of far-reaching effects, expected friends and others. Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah, was one day on a particular street, visiting a particular shop of a non-Muslim, and there was a very handsome and well-built young lad who was going past. So, he asked, who is this? They said, no, this is the son of the shop owner. Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah, Made du'a. He didn't address him directly also. And he said, oh Allah, decree that he also accepts Islam. A person with such good qualities, outward body features, etc. Oh Allah, let him also accept Islam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted the dua of Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah. And that person very soon thereafter accepted Islam, became his student. And when he passed away, he reached such a maqam, when he passed away, somebody saw him in a dream. So they asked him, that how how did it fare for you in the akhirah? He says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgave me, and Allah forgave all those people that attended my janazah. So this person who saw him in the dream says, you know, I have this regret, I couldn't make it for your janazah. The person who was supposed to come and relieve me from my work didn't come on time. So I was also saddened by the fact that I could not attend your janazah. So he tells him, Allah has forgiven those who attended my janazah and those who wanted to attend but couldn't make it. Such a maqam. And from here also we understand attending the janazah of someone is the haq of a fellow Muslim undoubtedly. And we all like to attend the janazahs of people we know. Even if somebody we do not know, but we are nearby and we can make it for the janazah, it is the right of our fellow Muslim that we read the Salatul Janazah on him. But this also can be the cause of our maghfirah This also can be the means of our forgiveness in the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So may Allah Rabbul Izzam grant us the ability of being gentle in our words, offering kind advice, offering good words, making good du'as. For the people we come into 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 contact with And having the quality of sincerity That when we are speaking We're not just saying it to flatter someone We're not saying it because we have Some ulterior motive and some matlab No, genuinely and sincerely We have these kind words for this person Hoping for the rewards in the court of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala This will earn me my jannat That's why I want to be gentle I want to be kind and cheerful When I meet my fellow Muslims when we have that quality of sincerity, then even when you are cautioning someone, even when you are rectifying him, but if you have ikhlas in the heart and you're doing it genuinely and sincerely out of concern, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put the desired effect as well. Like we see in the incident of Zadhan, rahimahullah. Imam Abdullah ibn Maslam al-Qa'nabi. al-Qa'nabi used to reside in Basra and he was a tag in his days. He used to engage in wrong, robbery, you know, uh, drinking alcohol, etc. One day while he was with his group and his gang, Imam Shu'bah, Rahimahullah, who was a great muhadith of his time, Shu'bah ibn al-Hajjaj, Rahimahullah, was known as Amirul Mu'mineen fil Hadith. He passed by. So he noticed him. Imam Qa, that time he was not an Imam Qa'anabi, Abdullah bin Maslam al-Qa'anabi noticed this pious person going past so he asked his, you know, his gang and who is this person they said oh you don't know this is the Muhaddith of Basra this is Shu'bah so immediately what something got into the head of Abdullah bin Maslama and he went quickly and he harshly approached Imam Shu'bah and so to say he cornered him because Qanabi was a thug, somebody who led a bit of a harsh life a wild life so he went there and he cornered the imam and he said that I will not let you move until you don't quote to me a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that people are saying you are the muhadith of Basra. So Shu'abah rahimahullah looks at him and then befittingly quotes a hadith that applied to his situation. Shu'abah rahimahullah quotes his entire sanad and his entire chain up to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That Nabi ﷺ said, إِذَا لَمْ تَسْتَحْيِي فصنع مَا شِئْتَ That if you got no haya, you don't feel shy, you don't have any modesty in you, then you will do whatever you wish. You will lead a life of an animal. That applied to the life of him Qanabi of at that point. He was leading a life of sin, a life of crime. Like we said, a wild life. That is what—that's the life of an animal, not governed by any rule. Somebody who has got no haya for Allah doesn't feel shy to disobey Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Shuaibarrahim rahimahullah said it, but not to criticize him, not to belittle him. He said it, Inshallah, with nasiha in his heart, with sincerity in his heart, with ikhlas. That this hadith can be the means of this man's hidayat, ta'stahi, like you are currently. If you don't feel shy, you don't have any haya then you will do whatever you wish meaning you will live a life of an animal this hit the heart of Qa'anabi rahimahullah and immediately immediately he realized that this hadith applies to him so befittingly he made tawbah and he gave up his wrongs and he left basra he left basra and he inquired the people inquired from the people who is the most senior alim of our time he was told imam malik rahimahullah in medina so he left Basra and he went all the way to Medina and he remained with Imam Malik till he passed away. Dedicated himself to the majlis and the gathering and the lessons of Imam Malik for years till Imam Malik passed away. And then by the time he returned back to Basra thereafter, Shu'aba had also passed away. So they say, Ra only heard one hadith from Imam and That was this hadith, but it was that hadith that changed his life for him. Change his life that he went and became the dedicated student of Imam Malik till today he is considered from the few, from the few most reliable students of Imam Malik He His beginning, Taghari, gangsterism. But when somebody gave him some advice, somebody quoted to him a hadith with ikhlas and sincerity, offered him kind words and good words, words of wisdom, words of advice, mashallah then his life changed until today. Till today we are benefiting from the efforts of Imam Abdullah bin Maslam al-Qa'nabi. His hadith is appear in Bukhari Sharif, Muslim Sharif. In all the famous books of hadith, his hadith is applied. And where did it all start from? It started from Shu'aba rahimahullah sincerely quoting some hadith to him with the hope that his life will change. And that is exactly what has happened. Allah give us tawfiq also, of also adopting this quality. And Allah give us tawfiq of, if you look at all these incidents from, an, from a different angle, Allah give us tawfiq of accepting good advice when it is offered to us. Man should not be proud. A man should not be persistent on his wrong. When good advice is offered to us by sincere individuals, let us take heed also. That is your moment maybe. That is your, your, you know, moment of calling like people refer to it as. That is your moment maybe that if you accepted that advice that could have a lasting effect and a lifelong lasting effect for the better and for the good in your life. Allah give us tawfiq wa akhbulah wa na alhamdulillahi rabbil alayh minhu. Subhanallah wa bihamdi, subhanallah wa bihamdi.